Good day, stoners, and welcome to another bite-sized episode of the Turning Stones podcast. On today's episode, we're talking all about tracking cookies. Now, I'm pretty sure we've all seen a pop-up or an alert asking to accept tracking cookies when we go onto websites or applications or whatever you have on the internet. There's always these tracking cookies. As annoying as those pop-ups and alerts are, Unfortunately, for the most part, we have to accept to proceed and be able to browse on these particular websites. So I thought I'd do everyone a favor and do some investigative research and journalism as to what tracking cookies really are. And so hopefully by the end of this bite-sized episode, you and I both know exactly what tracking cookies are. Um, I guess, how do they work? What information do they store? Are they bad or are they dangerous? And... Can you disable these tracking cookies? But before we get started, let's just hear a quick word from our sponsors. See you right after this. Introducing Loyal Olive Oil. Grown in Virginia, South Australia, the Loyal Grove is blessed with a Mediterranean-like climate and rich nutrient soil. The first press of these freshly harvested olives is now in market. For cooking, marinating, dressings, or even as a spread, the possibilities are endless. L-O-I-L, Loyal Olive Oil. Your quest to find the best ends with Loyal. Find them on Instagram at Loyal Olive Oil. Welcome back, stoners. Now, let's just get started here. What are cookies? Well, I'm not talking about those ones that you'll find in the pantry or the ones with chopped chips or the ones that Santa eats on Christmas Eve. I'm talking about computer cookies. So cookies are small text files that websites save to your browser. These files contain data about you and your online browsing activity. Sounds a little bit intrusive, yes. A normal cookie contains detail of what a visitor has done on a particular website, such as the pages they may have visited, um, the contents of their electronic shopping carts, and so on. A website that uses cookies will save it onto the visitor's computer or device and then retrieve it when the same visitor later returns so that they can actually recreate the previous experience the visitor had and provide a more seamless experience. So just off the bat there, cookies sound like they're slightly intrusive, but also um, providing a little bit more convenience to those uh, returning visitors on particular websites. So they're cookies. Now let's go on to tracking cookies. Tracking cookies are a specialized type of cookie that can be shared by more than one website or service. They're commonly used for a legitimate marketing and advertising purpose. But because they contain a history of the user's actions on multiple sites, they may be exploited or misused to track the user's behavior. So once again, similar to a cookie, a tracking cookie has a bit of an intrusive feel to it where they're using what sort of pages you're visiting, what you're putting in your shopping cart, what links you're clicking, and more so for marketing, marketing and advertising purposes. So when you go on particular websites and you see those advertising panels, whether it's on the top, close to the ribbon, or on the side there, um, funnily enough, some of those advertisements 
um, is, is a form of marketing of something that you've recently looked up. So for example, if you're looking at dog kennels for your uh, friendly companion um, on a particular website looking for dog kennels, and then you just went onto a random website, say you went onto premierleague.com to see the latest scores in the Premier League, on the right-hand side, you might see an advertising panel of other dog kennels, and you're thinking, geez, that's pretty sus. Like, how does the Premier League website know I'm uh, you know, interested in dog kennels? Well, it's all about the tracking cookies. So next up is, how do they actually work? Well, tracking cookies are mostly used, as I said before, for marketing and advertising purposes, but the goal is to increase the odds that you'll purchase a product or service. So say you're ready to take that road trip to the mountains, you might start searching the websites or communities around your destination. You might also log on to the sites of attractions, restaurants, and hotels in that area when you're planning that trip to the mountains. Then when you surf onto your favorite news sites, entertainment blogs, community sites, you start seeing ads from the same hotels and attractions. This is how third-party tracking cookies works. The sites you visit, save them on your browser, then they then send targeted ads to you as you scour the internet. So hopefully all you stoners out there have the gist of what tracking cookies are and how do they work. So the next question you might have is, what information do they store? Because tracking cookies are mostly used by companies that want to market their products or services to you, they mostly store information about your online browsing activity. These cookies will store a list of sites that you've visited and track what pages you looked at when on them. They also store any products that you might have clicked on or purchases that you've made. Hmm. Again, the goal is to collect any information that will make it easier for companies to sell you their goods and services. So it's almost as if like all these websites are sort of working together and in tandem to sort of collect as much information they have on you and what you've done in terms of your browsing activity and then share that, um, I guess, in the ether and basically then target you for things that you specifically like to really tailor make the internet, I guess, experience for you. Tracking cookies also track your IP address and your geographic location. This last bit of information is important for marketers that might want to show you ads for upcoming concerts or events in your area, tickets for your local sports or football teams, or sales taking place at stores near you. So that's very important as well as part of the tracking cookie technology is the fact that it knows your location with your IP address and the geographic location. And so it's not only gonna tailor make as to what's um, of interest to you, but also of interest to you in your area that's really tailor-making and customizing the internet experience and the browsing experience just for you. So it's kind of cool actually in, in that respect and kind of genius that they're able to, to do this behind the scenes. Now, as I mentioned at the top of this podcast, tracking cookies and cookies in general may seem slightly intrusive, and then the next question you might have is, are they bad or dangerous? If you just bear with me one second, I'm just gonna get some water. So are they bad or dangerous? Tracking cookies collect 
plenty of information about you. Yes, that is clearly a given from what we've gone through just thus far. But does this make them dangerous? Well, it largely depends on what you consider dangerous, so it's more of a perception thing. Tracking cookies won't damage your computer or other devices and won't place malware or adware on them. In that respect, they are safe. But if you don't want companies, government bodies, news organizations, or social media sites tracking your browsing activity, you might consider tracking cookies to be a violation of your privacy. Now, just to finish up here, you're thinking, all right, so say I don't want my cookies to be tracked and I don't want these tracking cookies and all these organizations, whether it's you know government bodies, um, specific large uh, multinational corporations or even news organizations to sort of track what I'm doing on the internet. How do I disable these cookies? So disabling cookies is probably the last step into explaining the whole tracking cookie process in this bite-sized episode of the Turning Stones podcast. So disabling cookies. Most modern web browsers allow users to block websites from saving cookies onto their computers or only allowing certain websites to do so. Alternatively, many privacy conscious users, um, sometimes I can be um, in certain instances, um, so certain, I guess, I guess many private conscious users just clear their browser cache after every session to remove any saved cookies or use security software to do so. So what you can do after a big solid session of browsing on the internet is you can go to your specific internet browser, whether it be Chrome, Firefox, internet, well, it's not really Explorer anymore, internet edge. I think Internet Explorer still exists, but they're trying to phase it out to Internet Edge. Or Safari if you're an Apple user, but I hope you're not. Um, Any of those browsers, you're able to actually remove your browser history and the cache. Cache obviously being where that browser history is stored. Many websites, and as I said as well on the top of this podcast, many websites do not function correctly or at all if cookie use is disabled. So for example, websites with password protected areas and retail sites with shopping cart systems usually require cookies for certain features to work. So that's just an interesting little tidbit there to finish up on is that, yes, it's all well and good disabling cookies or not accepting them or allowing them for your browser experience, but you're just not able to utilize the full functionality of that particular website. So yeah, a bit of pros and cons there. Um, if you're really conscious as to um, what tracking cookies are available, you just want to clear your browser history, just do it after a browsing session. But nonetheless, stoners, the internet is such a, a great invention. It's such a great platform to uh, enlighten yourself with new information, um, whether it's to see loved ones from across the globe through social media or whatever it is. It's such a great platform. It's also a dangerous platform, but... Whether you clear your cookies or you disable your cookies, um, unfortunately, just the way society is, and even with our mobile phones, um, there's always someone out there knowing what you're doing. So it's just one of those things, um, just another area of regulation and and police activity. So be careful, stoners. Don't get into uh, the nasties and don't get into that dangerous stuff. Um, I guess there's the dark web, which we have covered, um, the deep and dark web. Uh, We've covered that in a previous Turning Stones episode. So if you want to know about that, 
which is uh, pretty much incognito web browsing to the nth degree, um, hit up that episode. But hopefully you've enjoyed this little bite-sized episode of What Are Tracking Cookies? And I will see you next time. Thank you. Stoners, thank you once again for listening to the Turning Stones podcast. Just before you go, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts from. And of course, subscribe to us on YouTube and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please give us a five-star rating. Very much appreciated. And on the socials, it is at TurnstonesPod on Instagram and Twitter. Stay safe. Take care. See you next time.